0: Hello and welcome to The Last Mixtape Podcast. I'm I'm Stephen White, joined as always by Sarah Lovick. Sarah, how are you?
1: I'm very good. How are you? Pretty good. We had the
0: the birthday show on Friday. Yes. Which uh, went off without a hitch, (laughs) I feel. Thanks. Just firstly, a big thanks to everyone who came and... uh, um, because like, it could be a pretty poor gig if nobody showed up. It'd be kind of boring.
1: No, there was a very nice crowd. It was, yeah. it was a great crowd and great bands playing. So, yeah. very enjoyable night.
0: It was. I think, yeah, one of the things that kind of came back from a lot of people was um there was a really nice vibe in the room, mm. which is kind of cool. That always kind of comes back from any gigs that I do, which is nice to know that, you know, the people who come to your gigs have a nice vibe about them and they're not.
1: The meme. <laughs> mean people people. yeah I don't know mean (laughs) gig
0: people I don't know if if that's a thing maybe it is I suppose there are mean gig people well I
1: guess you can have more hostile environments at gigs I can't imagine the last mixtape
0: crowd being a hostile bunch it'd be be (laughs) very strange but uh, it was great it was a really great show Bad Bones um Montauk Hotel King Bones and uh, Beauty Steep all played and it was a really great night I I really enjoyed it It like I was saying to you in a preamble before we recorded this like I don't think I enjoy these things till after the fact. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> well, yeah, as the host, I can't imagine it yeah. being a relaxed, laid back night that you can enjoy. Yeah. So, uh, you kind of have to socialize and talk to everyone.
0: You're kind of uh, yeah. running around the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of strange because I did the, the talky thing before Montauk Hotel. Was it? Yeah. I did the talky thing and I had nothing prepared. And I should always, pre- I never prepare anything. I just kind of just talk. And I just remember like waving my hands in the air. And like there's this group of people, which I always do. I'm actually doing. Vinyl and Wine, Purple Rain, uh, Prince record in um, the liquor rooms where I talk on a panel. And I'll be fine at that. I have no problem with that because I know exactly what I want to say. Yeah, when you
1: know what you have to say, it's a lot easier. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I end up fixating on people in the audience and I'll just look at that one person and just kind of going like this to them. And then just kind of looking at why why me? Why are you talking to me? (laughs) Yeah, especially. But it's like, it's just a nervous thing just to kind of like, if they nod at me going, yeah, then I'll feel good. Uh, I think luckily enough, at one point, a friend of mine, Hannah, was there and I was kind of talking to her. And kind of was like, oh, great. Somebody's nodding at me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, talking crazy or anything like that. But it was a good night. What have you been listening to um, since we last did the podcast?
1: Well, I've been listening to a lot of new things. What have I been listening to then in particular? I don't know. I've been getting into a lot of, like, grime stuff mm. Ooh, lately. Like which is very, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is very, like, I don't know. People are like, that's so, like, unlike you. I was like, no, it's not. I like yeah. everything. So yeah. I've been kind of getting into that stuff a lot and yeah. more. Again, I've just kind of been doing all my regular standard post-punk stuff um Recently, though, also, actually, uh, I brought this one up back again from, like, the past, which is the Peter Gabriel, Games Without Frontiers. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing song. Possibly mm. something got to do with uh, the Olympics and stuff. Maybe mm. that's why I mm. kind of remembered it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that song, I just, also, I realized it's not uh She's So Popular. Yeah. <laughs> it's in French. It's um. Oh, yes, yeah, it, it is. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. F- uh, Games Without Frontiers in French. I yeah. can't pronounce it. French things, Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's not. I always forget that it's not, and I always think the lyrics of being she's so popular. Popular,
0: yeah. I mean, that's a it's a great song by him. Yeah, that's from a period he had some really like. Biko was another one at that time. Mm. I think it was melt or something. Was the album? He's one of those Mm. people. I think he's kind of been a little bit forgotten a bit. Peter Gabriel, because you don't think so much about like so the pop he had with like a sledgehammer and all that is this uber produced fantastic record and i think he went on to become like scored that wally movie you know mm-hmm. the one with the robot and he's like yeah. cleaning up the earth and stuff like that yeah, i think oh. yeah, yeah
1: yeah
0: it's a it's a beautiful movie that's my
1: favorite movie <laughs> yeah is it is it that's, that's the reason i um didn't find cockroaches that gross in new york it's because of that <laughs> cute little cockroach wally has that's it's, it's the cutest it's yeah it's i feel like the, the minute that movie starts i feel like crying because mm. it's so cute and yeah, it's adorable, but it also it's really dark and uh, it's mostly silent for a, yeah. a
0: long period of it as yeah. well. Yeah, it's crazy that mo- I I really enjoy that movie. That's another one. Yeah, I, I get a little bit teary eyed. It. It's like it's yeah, why are you crying? I, it's a I robot feel like from the moment it
1: starts. <laughs> yeah. I'm like- Robot. Yeah. Like, Poor little robot stranded on Earth and still cockroach trend. Yeah, the two yeah. characters
0: like like talking and just using his name. It's like Groot in, in yeah. like Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy.
1: Exactly. But yeah, uh, Peter Gabriel mm, and Gabriel cool. Frontiers. Yeah. yeah, I love that song so much. Mm. But um, what I would like to mention, however, mm. now is um, Ross Breen's new single, Truth. Cool. He did a video for it. Yep. And what's really great about this is that it's in a of the Peter McVary Trust. Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's really, really great. The song's really pretty. The song's mm. lovely. And he has mm. a really lovely voice. It's a very nice song. And the great thing about it is at the end, you can make a donation to cool. the Peter McVary Trust. Yeah. Very important. And you text open to 50300. And it'll cost two euro and a minimum of 180 goes to Peter McMurray Trust, which I thought was really great um, of him to do that, to do a song in aid of a very, very great cause. Yeah. And I feel like if you can give, you definitely should give. Yeah um yeah the homelessness problem is just huge especially this time of year so
0: cold as well yeah exactly so yeah definitely fair play to to ross for for doing that and 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 making that a part of his music that's really cool yeah Yeah. will we start with the reviews
1: yes let's start with the reviews and we'll start with leisha and bother
0: Uh, yeah, so exactly. Leisha has been kind of going now for about, I'd say she kind of first kind of came up like about a year, maybe two years. And I was actually talking to somebody today. And what the really cool thing I think about Leisha is just how curated her output is as a musician. Like exactly how she kind of presents it as a musician and how considered everything seems from obviously the music, which is this more textural version of pop where the hook isn't so much the point as much as the atmosphere is the point, which is this kind of new way the pop is going, kind of the anti-chorus way of things. And I think she's really good at that. Obviously, the other side of it is is—is the visual aspect of her work as well, the everything in pink... Um, The kind of striking imagery she uses, I think Rich, the video that she had that was directed by Christian Tierney was really cool. And she's one of these pop artists, like relatively new. And I think it's one of the things you can see coming down the line with each new musician, each new artist. A lot of them is how together everybody is very earlier on in their career. I think with Bother, it's probably her poppiest track. I think it's definitely our most upbeat track in reference to like you from her ep and and as i said rich which are kind of a little bit darker this one has a bit more light about it a little bit more tiptoe about it if you want and i really like it i like her as an artist i like her voice i I love the production that they have behind her, her records because i think it's really lush i think it's really deep i think it always has this kind of sense of foreground and background with the textures i think her voice is always kind of close up so i think she's always has this um it's not a commanding presence, vocally. It's more of a presence than anything else. But the music has a kind of a presence. It's, what did you think?
1: Personally, it's not really for me. It's not something I'd listen to regularly. Yeah. But I thought it was a really beautiful song. And yeah. she does have a really beautiful voice. Yeah. And it was quite catchy, especially the kind of chorusy bit. Was uh, The music mm. um, was really catchy. And I... It was like enjoyable but wouldn't be something I'd listen to on the regular but no I thought it was a very pretty song. So.
0: It is yeah and she's a, a one of those artists who who's continuously showing up as like one of the promising new artists or ones to look out for and you can see why because I think it's a music that travels beyond Ireland obviously it's it's not essentially Irish to listen to there's yeah. nothing very Irish about it it's no there kind of isn't it's,
1: yeah it's quite international it's quite yeah. the way like pop is kind of moving in yeah. right now it's going in that direction definitely not so much yeah it's
0: weird to think I mean like obviously pop moves in shapes and sizes and like the, the mm-hmm. fact that something is now that's pop is kind of fairly textural is kind of a cool thing to have so yeah, yeah. I, I like her as an artist yeah
1: now we have beauty sleep and the feeling back <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I mean, it's no secret. Obviously, they played the last mixtape birthday show and stuff like that. How much I absolutely adore Beauty Sleep. And I just love pop songs with big synths and hooks and choruses that are about relationships, Sarah. <laughs> uh, uh, about, about those kinds Sorry. of things. Uh, I know I do. I love it. I, I love how vibrant their music is. I love how vivid it is, even when you're watching them live, how much they're into it, how much fun they're having. I think that comes always across on their records. Feeling Back is another one uh, where they've done that. They've had this kind of run of singles with Living Right, uh, The Dark, uh, uh, Until We See The Sun, which always do this kind of uber synth to the nines kind of you know kitchen sink type you will have fun and they're those type of people as well you yeah
1: know? i mean i enjoyed them i love mm. them at the show and yeah. also i've had like a chance to just listen to them on spotify and yeah. stuff and yeah. i really like them they're really catchy so mm. i li- I love this um song as well but i mean mm. i enjoy them and yeah. they're great live and yeah so, um, they're kind of infectious yeah. you know what are, i mean yeah
0: and they're coming out of belfast as well like out of, out of that scene too and they're such fun to listen to they're one of those bands again that you kind of put on repeat because it's such a it's it's such an easygoing track in a lot of ways but there's a lot kind of happening in it I think um, you know it's it's interesting to see them evolve I know they might be having an album soon I, I, I might be misquoting them on that one but I'm pretty sure there's an album coming soon and they're again they're one of those bands that I, I really enjoy and I wish would get they're getting notoriety but I wish to get more because I think they're, they're just so much damn fun Sarah. yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. okay, I'll, I'll give them a pass on the relationship songs yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they are fun. You yeah. can really dance to them and just have yeah. a lot of fun when they're playing live. There's a lot to so, be said about
0: yeah. that, you know, stuff that you can actually genuinely dance to. I saw a lot of people yeah. dancing at the last mix show to them and especially to, to, to the Montauks, Montauk Hotel. And it's kind of, you know, when you have people up dancing, that's kind of half the yeah. battle. Yeah, yeah. exactly unless you're you know, trying to depress people unless you're like <laughs> being Nick Cave in a certain point um, in his uh, career y-
1: yeah or you know Joy Division or whatever. Joy what
0: Division you, dance you c- dance to the radio you,
1: c- you can dance that way yeah. <laughs> yeah you
0: can do that kind of dance that he, he used yeah. to do in Curtis
1: Yeah, now that you've mentioned Nick Cave we have Ryan Vale oh. as It Tears
0: stars in the in the I'm on Yeah, so Ryan, I really like him as an artist. He has had an album out a couple of years ago that, again, was was this is a is a leap I think in in just pretty much in sound and style. He does things in these kind of slow builds, jumps, and kind of dynamics it's all about. And it's it's almost a cacophony of sound with him. Like the the world he creates around himself as a songwriter or musically is very considered, very deep. It's one of those things if you listen to several times, you'll find something new along the way. I think it's quite isolating as well. There's a, there's a there's a, tension about it. It doesn't start off very tense, I have to say. It does start off with this kind of beat that's a little bit poppy, I thought. It's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Ryan's going a different way. Obviously, he kind of pulls that back, you know, towards the end of the song. But it's, it does have this kind of, not everything's correct. There's something within the music that's kind of offsetting you and kind of making you kind of go slightly askew when you're listening to it. And I think he's really good at that. He's really good at creating those kind of, widescreen textures with his music and I like him I like him for that that it's kind of bold it makes a statement musically and sonically and like anyone who if you're like me I like Kind of listening to songs much more well. Sometimes for if you like if it's beautiful sleep. Sometimes it's for like all the emotions. And sometimes with something like this, it's it's to kind of discover what's hiding underneath in the production. What did you think of
1: it? Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And also, I've got a lot of a uh, Nick Cave vibes from him. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah. I don't know why there was just something in his mm. voice that kind of reminded me of Nick Cave a little bit. Yeah, and I really like that. I'm a huge fan, so um, yeah, I really like that in his music. And I thought it was a really interesting single. So yeah. I I agree with what you had to say about it. Yeah but um,
0: I think that's kind of it's, it's a cool sound that he's going isn't it interesting though that Nick Cave is kind of now because of the uh, what's the TV show they use his song for Peaky Blinders and they're using Red Right Hand and now uh-huh. Red Right Hand is becoming this kind of not a sleeper hit it'd be like sleeper hit by about 20 years but it's becoming kind of part of the social or, or pop culture now which is really
1: that's yeah odd for nick cave that that is odd i don't know i know i've known nick cave for a very long time yeah yeah you know kind of having an interest in that kind of music yeah but i didn't know because i've kind of only gotten a chance i don't know i've never gotten into Peaky blinders i think a friend has made me try watch it but Mm. i didn't really get into it i haven't watched any of it yeah he was
0: I only know that from friends as well telling me about it. And oh. I, I don't watch it either because See, my
1: friends don't know about Nick Cave, so they oh, would not really want to tell. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. It's awful. I'm yeah. in
0: a world without Nick Cave. That's kind of strange. Would they like even you'd be able to point out like, oh well he sang a song with Kylie Minogue, but would they know who no, Kylie Minogue would is? Would
1: they know? No, no, no they know yeah. who Kylie Minogue yeah. is. But I don't think they know the song.
0: Yeah, um, uh oh uh, Wild Rose. Yeah. Uh, yeah which yeah. is about murder. obviously of <laughs> the murder ballads album. I remember that being on when I was a kid. That was on, like, the den. Really? Uh, yeah, they used to play it after. den used to play vi- music videos because that's the first time I ever saw Nirvana and Smiles like Teen Spirit was played at the end of the den. And, yeah, uh, Where the Wild Roses Grow, that's where the, the name of the song. And Nick Cave killing Colleen uh, Minogue in a music video is in that. It was, was one of the <laughs> things played. It was, always struck yeah. me. It was just so doom-laden. Um, that track and then obviously she went off to have this amazing pop career she had some really great songs pop but just this weird, one weird moment where she was well,
1: yeah it was Nick an Cave and an Kylie Minogue yeah
0: yeah crazy Not, Murder Ballads is one of my favourite albums of all time PJ Harvey and him um, yeah. sit down with uh, little Henry Lee which is just a, a great song um, a friend of mine used to have a poster of the two of them I remember uh, <laughs> PJ Harvey embracing and then he made Boatman's call about her afterwards because they broke up oh relationship Sarah. <laughs> it all comes yeah. back.
1: Go on. Yeah, I'll just listen to very political songs for now. Anyway, so now we have the new Wyvern Lingo album.
0: Much anticipated. Actually, they um, have a history with The Last Mixtape because the first, I believe, and I'm going to claim it, the first site that they've ever were reviewed for, for The Widow Knows, their debut EP, was The Last Mixtape. And back then, They were an indie folk band. It was the the acoustics and and harmonies and all this kind of niceness going on. And I, I quite liked it. It was very genre specific. It was very, you know, all the expectations you would have of something that was kind of post Fleet Foxes was there with their music, very nicely made and very nicely portrayed and very good as songwriters as well. And, you know, cut to like four years later and, you know, a couple of sonic sea changes in between in the terms of like A Letter to Willow and things have gone a lot more R&B, neo-soul, poppy now. You know, it's it's a very different beast of an album, this as well, from the, from the band I Love You Sadie to uh, Maybe It's My Nature, songs like that. They are, you know, they're they're R and B tracks. They're very well done R and B tracks. They're, you know, it's very slick production, very slick songwriting. One of the things you can kind of say about them as a band, they've always been very on point with the way that they they write their songs. They've carried through, of course, the harmonies that they do. That that is their thing, the three part harmony. Um, and I think it's it's a really solid solid debut. Goes out. And it wants to do that type of music it wants to make that type of music and it wants to do it slightly their own way obviously a lot of the subject matter that they they you know they cover along the way is varied it's not just um you know love songs it's not just about that it's about a, a, like social reasonings about feminism in certain parts it's a, at one point it's about homelessness and homelessness and our attitude towards that So I think there's a lot covered in it. I think that's all the good things. So I will put it out of the way that I liked the album before I I get it. But I think one of the things is with the Irish music scene, and I've talked about it before, is that there is this tendency to hype things to the nth degree to where if you were to say anything slightly negative, you will get this kind of reaction of how dare you. And, you know, I know because I said those things about Hosier at that time. And... Uh, you know, it it feels like you can't. So th- this is all prefaced by all the nice things I said five seconds ago. But I do believe that the, the album, the, you know, the difference between a great album and a good album, this is good and I enjoyed it. And you can listen to it and great and you can walk, all good, all good. But the problem is, is that the album for me, sonically at, at the very least, are, and even, yeah, sonically mostly, it never tries to push past what it is. You know, it's R&B, it does it, it does it nicely, but it never tries to evolve it. You know, I see people kind of comparing it in in ways to like either Frank Ocean in in bits or to Hiatus Coyote. But those are two acts who kind of subvert and take elements of that that type of music and add bits to it. There's always this kind of little extra kind of roughness or rawness. So there's no point in the album where I feel like they're challenging or pushing against those boundaries of R&B. They went out to make a really cool pop R&B slash uh, Neo Soul album and they do it really well. But I think my problem with it is there's never any thought beyond that. What do you think of them as a band? Huh.
1: okay. Well, I've I have friends who are huge fans. Yeah, huge huge yeah. fans. They of the have band. very
0: dedicated fans.
1: I yeah. have tried over the years. I've tried so many times to get into them, mm-hmm. and I never was able to. Yeah, I don't want to. Again, I know that people have really strong opinions about them because, Mm -hmm. you know, they're one of like the favourites right now and everyone loves them and stuff. I could never really get into them. Yeah. I don't know why. The music it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Again, there's nothing special for me in there. Me personally, I, I don't feel it. It's just, I'm not, it's not my vibe. It's not my thing. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I've just, I've tried countless times to get into them and I just can't. And Mm. again, as you've said, there are certain bands that are really, really hyped up. Mm. Hyped up to the point that if you say anything bad, Mm. you're like, obviously just Mm. an awful person or whatever. Yeah, are you doing support? And same with like Hosier. Like, well done, you made it. Great career for yourself, yeah, that's yeah. great, but I'm not into what you make. yeah, it's as you said, it doesn't push boundaries mm. in, in any way, I don't feel. I don't think Josier pushed boundaries. I don't mm. think Wyvern lingo pushed yeah. boundaries, and I'm just gonna have to say that and not say anything I yeah. make this worse for myself, but no. um, you know i've 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 tried and I've mm. listened to the new single, mm. uh, maybe it's my nature, and I just mm. couldn't get into it that's fair i, I just mean, couldn't yeah. there's just something that's not right with doesn't mm. sit right with me mm. but that's just me and people enjoy them and people love them and you know they're talented they're a talented group of girls and, to be yeah. you know mm. they they should do their own thing and obviously that my review doesn't really matter at all it's just that personally yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. personally just not my my thing mm. and I, do, I don't want to rev- i don't know how to prop- accurately review an album that i'm not mm. a big fan of because it's just not sitting mm. right with me mm. even though um people love them mm. and you know they they should because you know they do great work mm. and uh, they're super talented but it's just not for me so
0: yeah, yeah i think you're right i mean as well it's just to kind of qualify things in terms of that as well like they very may well may have set out and not push any boundaries and that's cool uh but the thing is if you're to do that you've already limited yourself in that those respects so you can't yeah, be exactly. seen out of that you know i would have liked more and they, they could very well do in the future
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, in stark um, contrast. Moving on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one, <laughs> the altered hours over the void.
0: So you tell me what you think about this. Oh, you my really God. Like this is the one you identified you liked.
1: Yes. I love this. Yeah. I love this so much. It yeah. was so beautiful. It was so <laughs> well done. Yeah. Here we go. Um. First of all, her voice is mm. incredible. That is, It's hypnotic. It's yeah. like It's just from start to finish. It's hypnotic. Yeah. The music is so like... Yeah. It's, it's strange. It cuts in parts and it does weird stuff. And yeah. it's just so brilliant. Yeah. I love this. I love this song so much. It's fantastic,
0: um, isn't it? Their sound is very much... This all this post-Pixies, alt-psych uh, kind yeah. of type thing. It, as you said, it does cut in weird uh, kind of parts. It's almost cubist in the way that it is. Yeah. It's very sharp-edged, and her voice is very very hypnotic. It always has been. I mean, I was a big fan of their album In Heat, Not Sorry, uh, which is a great name for an album, by the <laughs> way. Uh, obviously, and then earlier stuff like Dig Early and Sweet Jelly Roll and stuff when they were really starting out on the cork scene. And yeah, the sound of it, always with them, It's not just standard indie. And I think that's the big thing about them. It's not just people with guitars playing song. It is like all this horrible, screechy, cacophonous stuff that's really interesting to listen to. Exactly. They're
1: really, again, they're pushing boundaries. They're really pushing boundaries. They're doing Mm. really interesting stuff. Mm. But there's also, especially in Over the Void, Mm. there's a lot of like very, I want to say, traditional Irish rock kind of vibe to it. Yeah, That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, Um, Kind of, again, Cranberries and... I don't know. I'm probably not getting Sinead O'Connor <laughs> on this uh, okay. um. But no, on like I loved, I love this song so much. I feel yeah. like they're definitely pushing. they yeah, they were then kind of these in, kind of indie, but yeah, also kind of. I don't know. Would you call them indie? I think I feel like they almost fall into kind of a, a psych, yeah, a
0: psych rock almost. Then back into alt. It, it it's weird. I think they they throw a lot of different genres in there. You know, there's there's bits of it, at least in the past with them that you can go, that's almost kind of smashing punk and z. And then mm. you kind of go over something and it's kind of more classical psych rock. And then, again, there's a bit of Pixies always feel to where yeah. the guitars are. You know, that kind of screech. It's that, the thing about, I remember like to go on a little bit about the Pixies because the Pixies are my favourite band. Mm-hmm. But like, it's that kind of, the thing about the Pixies when I remember first listening to them, there always seemed to be something horrible about it, the music. Like, it's like, it was kind of made in like a tin can. And this kind of, it's, it's something unsettling, even when, you know, Frank Black wasn't singing vocally you know the you know something like uh hey or tame or something like that it always seemed to be like you're just on the edge of something really nasty happening uh, yeah and i think this is kind of same with them like nasty in a good way kind of like you know really screeching guitars and kind of something that's kind of viscerally affecting and i think they're really yeah. cool at that they're Really yeah good
1: bands. no i've i was very surprised they, they sound they sound very mm. again as well international like quite yeah. international with yeah and that they're yeah. uh, doing not just like the standard kind of homegrown stuff we've mm. here but um no they sound great they're really fantastic and yeah. i'm definitely gonna um listen to them more because yeah. i haven't come across them before yeah so this is the first time i've come across them when you've sent this to me yeah so i'm definitely gonna listen to them more yeah and actually, let's do one more song. Okay. Because we said we'd do it, and then oh, you this forgot is the be- it. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah you, talk,
0: <laughs> you, you introduce and talk about this So one, The yeah, yeah.
1: Preoccupations, yeah. previously known as Viet Cong, yeah. have released a new single, and they're going to release a new album sometime in March. Mm. And the new single is Espionage. Yes. And you've had to listen to it.
0: I had to listen to it, yeah. I thought, now, when you sent me this on... I don't know if I said it to you, but I remember thinking in my head, I "Go, is that stupid that I think it?" But I thought there was a bit of a sister's of mercy vibe.
1: Yeah, off it. you know that kind <laughs> of like.
0: No, he doesn't have the deep kind of, you know, but it has it that kind of. Hah.
1: I was actually thinking more along the lines of, and I feel like probably no one has heard of this band, The Cruise Shadows.
0: No, I haven't heard of them. Who are the Cruise Shadows? That's a fantastic name. They
1: were. They were this really um they kind of they were in the early late 90s early 2000s kind of goth music at that time which kind of had a very specific sound they were an American band with an extremely extremely exaggerated British accent
0: okay (laughs) they were were really (laughs) there's something fantastic about that they were
1: really terrible but really catchy and great and I remember a couple of years like years and years ago Mm. I remember making a post on Facebook being like oh you know people say you can't dance to goth music yes you can (laughs) (laughs) it's such a terrible such a terrible post it came back to haunt me and my memories thing but yeah. they actually it reminded me quite a bit of them because mm. they're the preo- uh, preoccupations are a canadian band but mm. his accent has changed with this new album mm. so this new song that they released is very reminiscent of 90s and early 2000s goth yeah and that's why you're probably getting sisters this is mercy. mercy would
0: be like the founding fathers almost yeah they'd yeah, be yeah.
1: They'd be late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Huge fan. I saw them live twice. Really?
0: Oh, wow. Where? In Olympia or something? In the Olympia and then Baker
1: Street. Cool. My dad and I went.
0: Your dad's big into dad, Sisters of Mercy. Yeah.
1: he he. Well, he's the one who had the album. So oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of got into them yeah during my goth phase as well. Mm. And we went to see them together, and it was so amazing. Yeah. And especially at the Olympia. Back then, I was like 16, and yeah. we both just got dressed up all in black and yeah. showed up, and there was loads of people in their like 40s dressed <laughs> to like goth gear, full, like yeah. head the to toe eyeliner, goth gear. Everything. It was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> it was an amazing gig. Yeah. It was the light show was great as well. well he's a bit so, of a
0: performer as well. Oh, yeah. yeah 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 i just remember the, the video is it the Tower of love what's the in the temple of v- Love? temple of love yeah yeah have, well, it was of love
1: filmed was like, in like Lanko. jordan i think or something yeah you yeah they have the church and the rocks the,
0: the rain and stuff and he kind of looks a little bit like stuff the cave yeah, the and, like
1: that. yeah. It, and then uh it was patricia morrison mm. who was with him for a while they were like the duo you know the girl with the mm. big hair mm. um They were kind of, they had like a duo kind of thing. I think that was more in the like 90s, I think. Because he had a band before that, then they broke up Mm. and then he continued on as Sisters of Mercy Mm. with her and then I think she left to be with the guy from the Damned. Oh, really? From one goth band to the other.
0: Uh, not Captain Sensible or anything like that. Which one of the members of the, of the Damned, really? Yeah.
1: What was oh, the yeah. lead? I don't remember what the lead singer's name oh, was. Oh
0: God! Because I, I only know that name. Bec- well, I know them because obviously they're they're a great band. But I know that the Captain Sensible obviously went on, uh, Had that he sang that pop song. He sang happy, happy, happy thoughts. Mm. But he had coffee beside me once in oh. simon's cafe uh years ago so that's what <laughs> that we're, I mean, but whilst you were saying all that i did think of something else that happened in between the two weeks that we did this and uh, uh you know uh, fucking markie smith from the, the fall rest in peace because he, he died oh um uh, in, in in the last two weeks and i saw mm-hmm. markie smith perform um uh, in the button factory perform if you ever see markie smith perform you know what i mean and just, yeah, a really influential, really out there fucking performer and one of a kind and mm. a nasty, nasty kind of kind of presence on stage because <laughs> he used to go and like plug out people's guitars and, and, you know, not sing or stand at the back of the thing and, uh, you know, this kind of real performance art stuff, you know, that you don't get anymore because obviously everything you should do is stand at the front of the stage. You shouldn't mess with other people's equipment and you should mm. probably sing your own songs and he didn't do and that kind of maverick attitude is amazing. And Markie Smith, who also appears in... 24 hour party people which is a great movie yeah great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as well as that you, you so the preoccupi- Pre- preoccupations
1: espionage and you um, actually put
0: me onto this because I remember them as the Viet Cong and they brought yes. out that album but they changed their name they their did name. Yeah.
1: they yeah. did yeah. to uh, preoccupations yeah. but uh, yeah their earlier stuff was very kind of post-punk and yeah, it was very yeah. much like 70s and 80s yeah. but now they've brought it out into like this crazy 90s mm. a lot more poppy than their um, older stuff Ooh. and I, ca- I really liked it and I don't like. I, I at first. I said it. It's one of their best songs yet yeah. that they have released. But I don't know. I, I like them all a lot. Yeah. I kind of gone back to um to listen to them again, and yeah. I, I like all the work that they've done. It's it's all very different, and that's what I like about bands when they mm. experiment with like different things in yeah. the new albums that they do. Um, uh, but yeah, this was like quite reminiscent of very of Crew Shadows. Yeah, and I think what was the song? Uh, Winterborn is yeah. the song. There are certain parts because it's yeah. quite electronic.
0: You should create like a goth playlist. To I share know. <laughs> These random bands that yeah. people can't remember. I don't. Yeah. I, you have me stumped with that one. The Cruise Shadows. Cruise Shadows. I must yeah, check them out.
1: That weird spelling. They're American and yeah. they're like trying to ah, be. Americans.
0: Uh, probably a Z in there somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, actually, possibly. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Um, but yeah. Um,
0: come to think of it, so that's yeah, that's the the, the preoccupations. There's and also
1: that little you know, and Joy Division. Um, they do the little thing with the spray can. Oh yes, yes. They do this yeah. in this song as well. Or possibly i don't
0: know also you have a your final recommendation this is how we wrap up the show you have a, a
1: yeah, another act i do i have a final recommendation mm. for this week and um i've been listening to these guys they're very very new yeah from what i could tell yeah and um, they have one album out and it's 2017 so um yeah they have i don't think they've been around for very long and yeah. uh, they're called idols mm. i-d-l-e-s yeah idols and their album is called brutalism mm. now it's i I love this Mm. um there's a load of very socialist soviet Mm. russia imagery and it's called brutalism and you know brutalism is quite soviet and a lot of their lyrics are very socialist and Mm. very politically charged yeah pretty much every song on this album is very politically charged Mm. and i really love these guys because they're just really in your face yeah they're really um yeah they're really, really uh, political, yeah. and the song I'll recommend is "Mother." Yeah, and from what I gathered, the song is about um labor exploitation, especially in Britain, mm. um especially of women mm. actually, and um they have some great lyrics in there, and you know mm. um. When you
0: play them to me, uh, like the first band yeah. that came to my mind was Sleaford Mods, uh. So it's that kind of ranty over kind of punk riff kind of type thing I thought it was really cool and yeah you said the lyrics are very striking
1: yeah and the video for that uh, song was also really great it Mm. was like he's just smashing stuff (laughs) (laughs) he's there's a big picture of his mother and Mm. there's a big table and it's full of like these little ceramic kind of trinkets and Mm. I feel like they're very symbolic of the British middle classes Mm. and he's just smashing them and just with these really powerful lyrics over all of this. Um. So I really like them and like he has a Nietzsche tattoo so. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's committed. He's he's, (laughs) he's committed to this. Yeah and um. yeah if you listen to mother it's fantastic and he addresses especially today the big problem we're having with sexual assault. Mm. Um. Especially with the lyrics in the very final Mm. verse that he sings which is um sexual violence doesn't start and end with rape it starts in our books and behind our school gates Mm. um men are scared that women will laugh in their face while women are scared that it's their lives men will take Mm. which i think are incredibly powerful lyrics like especially honest yeah yeah, especially in this day and age Mm. i feel like those lyrics are just you know Mm. it's something that you should hear it's something that you should know and they're, they're totally right yeah. Sexual assault, you know, it, it's it's ingrained in our society almost, where it's it's quite normalized as well mm. in certain aspects today. So I mm. feel like, yeah, they're really hard-hitting messages in their music, and yeah. I really love them. And they're very um, socialist. Socialist. <laughs> they're super great. But from yeah. I, what I gather from what they've been saying, yeah. to me, they're they a very um, socialist yeah. band. And that's and, Idols? Um, idols.
0: Cool, and song is Mother. mother. Very cool. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah! How you feeling? You feel all right? I'm so bossy, bitch. Get